more and more black women are choosing to travel abroad alone. Join us as we discuss some tips and tricks for traveling abroad with Carisha Ford, a world-class traveler, a pastime that we both have in common. That's right. Hello and welcome to the System Podcast. I'm your host, Yushima Cherry Burks. I'm an author, therapist, and entrepreneur. And I'm your co-host, Kimon Brown-Chabalala. I'm a lot of things. Today, let's just say I'm an entrepreneur. How you change the intro every time? Let's keep going. All right. Girl, I don't know how to remember all the things that I do every week. <laughs> <laughs> it might be something different every week. You're right. Okay. Hey, come on. Hey, girl. Hey, Carisha. Hey. Welcome to the System Podcast. Carisha, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we get into it, it's time to learn something new about you. And since you're our special guest, we're going to ask you to share something about yourself. So tell us whatever it is that you want to share with us. I'm not going to put you on the spot for your first question. That's the next. (laughs) Yes, I like how you let me ease into that. (laughs) Absolutely. Hmm. You got to think about that. Hmm. I can ask you a question. Okay, that works. Okay, so (laughs) what's something that people tend to misunderstand about you? That's a good one. I think there's a few things. I will be honest and say because I am so direct. <laughs> people <laughs> just a tad, just a tad. Right. People can misunderstand my intentions behind some because of my directness. Mm, okay. Because you're really a cool, chill person. You just like to have your T's crossed and your eyes dotted. That's it. I can say it better. I'm just saying, and she'll dot your eye if you don't get your life right. No, I'm just kidding. She's <laughs> non She's a very loving person. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're just going to jump right into the episode. And Carisha, you're new to the show. I don't know if you listen to us, but we have like a little thing going where we try to break it up in parts so that it's not so difficult for the listeners because Kamoy and I, we really get into it. Sometimes the discussions are so hectic and we don't want it to be too hectic. Yeah. Okay. But can you tell us about yourself a little bit about your work and hobbies? Okay. Right now I'm actually not working except for myself. And I'm in the process of trying to build my brand and what I want that to look like. And so I'm trying to pretty much hone in on my skills and pretty much what I want to do for my future. Like, I know I want to travel the world, but how do I want to continue to monopolize on that? Mm. And so that's where I'm at currently. Okay. That is awesome. So, Carisha, first of all, let me pick your brain a little bit. Have you ever considered having like a girl travel group where they pay into your business and you are the one that, you know, or you can hire someone. Trips. Yeah. To, you know, you mm-hmm. lead the trips because you've already been around the world and it's a novices like what who may be terrified, but I want to travel. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where to start. So have you thought about having like these, I guess it would be kind of like a girl's trip type situation. Mm-hmm. Very passively. Mm. Mainly because I'm such an introvert okay. and I mm. love the perks of solo traveling, not mm. so much group traveling. And mm. it takes a lot of time okay. and communication back and forth and repeating yourself. So I've thought about it passively. I have, 
-hmm. And actually, some of the countries I've went to, they've asked me if I would bring back groups. Mm. So I have thought about it. <laughs> I mean, if you do that once or twice a year, that could be just work and then the rest mm -hmm. of it solo travel. I don't know, girl. We'll talk offline about this, but... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've had a few tour guys to ask me about this and be like, okay, when the group coming? And I'm like, yeah. mm, I gotta think about it. I gotta think about that. <laughs> Chris, yeah. I don't want to be bothered with all the different wants and desires of people. But here's the thing. If it's your group, you created to be how you want it. This is the itinerary. This is mm -hmm. what we're going to do. And this is how you need to show Yeah, up. they either buy or they don't. Or they don't. And they just know. Oh, that, that part I'm not too worried about. <laughs> Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I will stick to the agenda, not to worry about that. It's just all the nuances that come with it. And one thing I've noticed, even with being a travel agent, is you do have to repeat yourself so much. Mm -hmm. And you can set out an, a sp very specific itinerary with time, dates, location, everything. And people will constantly communicate back and forth with you. So when you expand that to a group, you're opening yourself up to so much communication at all hours of the day. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I really have to be in the right mental space to do something like that because mm -hmm. I really value my time. Did we just talk mm -hmm. about valuing time? And so that's when you will get you a uh, assistant at $10 an hour. No, but I understand. I, I do it. Well, I, I create for groups of people that I know. Yeah. Right. But girl, you're, you aren't going to question me. This is what you're paying. This is what you're doing. And you're just going to go there, show up and do what you do. Because mm -hmm. this is what I say the trip is going to be. I ain't got no time to be going back and forth with you. Nothing. This is the money. Send it over. I'll book it. You go now and do that. Come I on and her assistant. Both will tell you. Refer back to the email. Refer back to the email. <laughs> refer back to the email. Girl, she really? ain't repeat herself. She'd be like, refer back to the email. Oh, I see your question. Refer back to the email. Again, you <laughs> the answer is there. The answer is there. we let you know. <laughs> so that makes perfect sense. All right. All right. And Carisha, something else our listeners want to know, when was your first solo trip and why did you decide to go alone? Um, I got, I guess I got a two part. So solo, but I met someone there, my sister. So in 2016 was my first trip to Japan. And so I Ooh. met my sister while there. Um, fully solo trip where I didn't meet anybody. Mm, maybe 2019, I think. Mm. Yeah. how many trips would you say you've been on 19 well 19 international trips since mm -hmm. 2016 you've been on 19 international trips mm -hmm. girl do you see what I mean come on when I was like this girl kicks it when I say world class <laughs> traveler that is a world class traveler that is awesome Right. Do you have any place that you go back to or do you just pick new places each time? Oh, new places each time. Because I get oh, so bad. excited and I feel yeah. like there's so much to see. And yeah. so what I've started to do now is I'll um, do different things around the country. So I don't ever stay just in one area anymore. Yeah. So I get to see more of the country the first time. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Then you get, you so you've been to 19 different countries, not 19 mm -hmm. different cities. Right. Good. 19 different countries. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Okay, so did you want to get this one? Yeah. Come on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So with the 19 trips that you've taken solo, 
Have you ever had like a bad airplane or airport experience? And can you tell us about it? Give us the taste. Yes. I talked about it on my TikTok. Marrakesh Airport is my worst airport experience ever. <laughs> is it? What's it so bad about so, it? It's such a pretty airport though. And mm. it really caught me off guard because the people of Marrakesh are so friendly. And so when you walk into this airport, the setup is just totally different. So when you walk in, it's like a security guard at the door. And then it's like this huge open space where you can see airlines on the left side of airlines on the right side. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, you know, no biggie. The problem is those airline names also had numbers beside them, which I'm not yeah. used to. And so then there's this big board in the middle with destinations. And mm -hmm. so I'm having to constantly ask for directions on where do I go, what to do. And so when I came in, I was like, okay, hey, because this is when I was leaving uh, Marrakesh and I was going to have a layover in Paris. And I was like, okay, hey, where do I go? <laughs> mm -hmm. And they was like, oh, you have to look at the number because that's actually the baggage drop. Oh. And you have to go there. So my number was like 33 or something. I don't remember some random number, but I never seen that number. And then, or I take that back. I seen it, but not with my airline. Mm -hmm. It was actually with Air France and I was flying Ryanair. And so I was like, hey, do y'all have another section for these baggage claims? Am I in the wrong area? Because mind you, this is my first time ever in this airport, ever. Right. <laughs> and so I went to Air France and the workers there were so super rude. So super rude. They was like, I don't, I don't have to know that. I don't get paid to know that you're in the wrong area. And I'm like, okay, is there a manager someone I can speak to that can put me in the right direction? No, there's no one. Um, you know what? I'm sick. I can't keep talking to you. I can't keep telling you the same thing. And I'm like, hmm, okay. Hmm. Yes. And so it took me over an hour with trying to ask their workers exactly where to go. And so I had went back to the airline and I was like, okay, hey, I'm here to check in. I'm flying because Paris has multiple airports. Mm -hmm. um, it's like three. And so I was like, hey, I'm flying in. And they was like, oh, no, check in is not right now. I said, okay, well, where do I need to be for check in? And then I asked another Ryanair employee. She was like, oh, they're checking in right now. And I'm like, I literally just asked y'all this. So then I go check in. And I have I try to travel with only carry-ons. I do not like doing check bags because I don't want to risk them losing my luggage. Mm -hmm. And so I'm checking in. Then they have this process where I needed to wrap one of the um, bags of items I bought from Morocco, which I would have had no idea that I needed to wrap this mm -hmm. because typically you don't. Right. <laughs> so I had to get back out of line find out where to go wrap this at, pay for that. Then they also don't print your tickets at check-in, which of course, how would I know this? Right. <laughs> and so I had to, so it's just this whole convoluted process and they're not friendly to tell you everything at once. So you have to keep asking. And so the smoothest part of this process was actually going through security, which is the main part I was actually scared about. Right. <laughs> that was the smoothest part. Wow. Have you been back there? Like, I never want to fly to this airport again. Okay. That's like, it should not, and the airport is not that huge. It should okay. not have took over an hour to literally just check in. Yeah. So that was the worst one. I have not had an experience at an airport like that ever. I don't like Heathrow Airport either, though. <laughs> Where's Heathrow no, Airport? I also don't like Heathrow. London. London. Okay. Oh, that's where you that live, mom. <laughs> I did not and like them. There's always the issue. Michael who shares there. Huh? I'm telling her she's like, that's where you live, Kimon. I'm like, it's ain't my airport girl. I ain't got no issues. 
But trust me, I, I don't like Marrakesh. He throw, I just don't like them because they can be a little picky when it comes mm-hmm. to your personal items. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, Marrakesh, I, I understand that drama and palaver. And for all of you guys, because I know that we've got quite a bunch of listeners in Europe, but I find a lot of places in Europe where there are, and the places that you expect them to be rude, they usually aren't. But I find mm-hmm. the French so unnecessarily rude. Yeah. Huh. And I also have that problem with KLM. It's like, yes. If you're not there to work, what are you there to do? What are you there to do? Right. It's KLM is on my band list. A proper answer, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It takes nothing out of you. Absolutely nothing. And, right. and that's, that's the other, I talk about this with Yushima because it's not their business. They right. don't believe in customer service and you coming back again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And as a traveler, you know, when you get good service, girl, you're latching onto that airline like it's good food because you're mm-hmm. like, I just want to have a smooth journey. I'm going to be buying that. Yes, yes it's a hundred pounds more, but I'm going to buy mm-hmm. it because I know that I'm getting good service. Mm-hmm. And then yes. a lot of workers are pulling down people's airlines and people's businesses. Mm-hmm. Why be rude? Why be rude? It's so unnecessary. It is. You mentioned KLM, though. They're on my band list. Girl. girl. Yes, because with them during um, COVID, I had a flight booked to Kenya. And of course, you know, the borders closed. And so the flight got canceled. Cool. Don't blame them for that. But mm-hmm. the process to get a refund took me almost a year. Girl, you can't, you can't even know what time your flight is. They don't even have flights on time. How are you going to get refunds? <laughs> literally a year emails where they were claiming that they refunded me and that um I guess supposedly I had a fake account like it was what? horrible and I literally had did an email you, chain showing this I had to produce a bank statement wow. from my bank sh- yes it was horrible a whole year <laughs> to wow. finally get a refund <laughs> so with this so, COVID, yeah, they're on my so when you buy your tickets do you use your credit card or your debit card I just got a credit card for traveling. Okay. I was it. always using debit. Well no, mm-hmm. because you, I, I had that problem with this Thomas Cook because they were going under during COVID and I'd mm-hmm. never used them before. I bought tickets with them and then they went under and mm-hmm. then I'm calling them. Can I have my money back because you guys are going under and you took my money when you knew where you were going under? Oh, da, da, da. I'm like, I ain't even going to argue. I just called my credit card. Can I have my money back from this company? Let them back. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and let yeah, them fight it, it and they'll mm-hmm. write it off or they'll fight it for you okay that's good well I hate to hear about your um worst experiences I'm glad that you have an opportunity to continue to travel in spite of you know the negative experience it sounds like mm-hmm. your positive outweighs the negative by far oh yes uh, however mm-hmm. that's a perfect segue into my next question for you uh Carisha, what are your thoughts about the Shankula Robinson incident that occurred in Mexico five months ago? And for those of you who aren't uh, privy to this case, because we do have a lot of listeners in other countries, Shankula Robinson was a successful 25-year-old young lady who died from spinal cord injuries in Mexico while on vacation with a group of friends where video surfaced of said friends accosting her. And so there is an ongoing investigation at this time, and there hasn't been a resolve as to what these friends will or will not be charged. What were your thoughts when you heard about that? Because this young lady liked to travel as well, but she traveled with her friends. 
It was quite heartbreaking because she literally went to have a time of her life with the people that she cared about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what she went for. So, you know, all, all your guards and stuff are down. You with people you care about and that you're around. And it's like, that shouldn't be your last moment, right. you know, to have that experience. But that does make me think of safety concerns mm -hmm. when you are traveling by yourself or with others. And I just wish she would have had the opportunity to just like, just put her out the room or something, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or possibly seen, um, I don't know. I just, I don't like it. I don't, yeah. I don't. And because of that case, you see people coming out saying things about, you know, like not traveling to Mexico and things like that. And I'm thinking it's actually a more serious issue. The issue is not necessarily the destination. The issue was the friend group. Exactly. And yeah. the violence that was inflicted upon her. Yeah. So it's more of a discernment and a safety issue, not mm -hmm. so much a destination. That's it. Yeah. I'm really glad you plugged that, Carisha, because a lot of times my wife, my wife, she has a long list of places she'll never go to. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to go everywhere. And a lot of times we, we judge countries based on things that we hear about there. And I always mm -hmm. say to people, guys, you're hearing about that on the news, but check down the street from you. Somebody just got killed. Yes. Somebody just died. It's happening yes. everywhere. If you want to go, just go. And you've just mm -hmm. got to be careful. You know what I mean? Yes. So you can't mark off a destination because of something that happened there. We heard mm -hmm. about that. But what about the 120 things that we didn't hear about that happened in your own backyard, like last night and the day before yes. and the day before? You know what I mean? So I'm mm -hmm. really glad you said that because it's very important that we don't write countries off because we heard one bad thing. Mm -hmm. That's right. I think it's mindful too that we be... How do I say this? We be aware of how stories are portrayed in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something a lot of U.S. citizens should be very mindful of. Because if you notice, a lot of the countries that get certain reputations are black and brown countries. Mm -hmm. Girl. Meanwhile, because I've actually talked about this on my TikTok. Because mm -hmm. um, I went to Rwanda. And so <laughs> one, of my, one of this girl I know from school, she was like, you will go back there. Yes, Rwanda is one of the safest countries on the continent of Africa. But when you actually look up crime rates, and I talked about this on there, the U.S. ranks number 35 out of 163 countries for dangerousness. And so it's like, guys, we really can't talk too much about other countries. We really can't. It's the audacity. And then we have more crime in some cities than whole countries see within like five years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's and it. so it's like we really have to be mindful of what's being told to us and yeah. how it's being told and why it's being told. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's I'm it. not saying don't exercise caution because I do everywhere I go. I exercise the same mm -hmm. amount of caution mm -hmm. I do in the U.S. as I do abroad. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's like it's not any different. It's not like mm -hmm. I'm all of a sudden scared because I left the U.S. It's like, mm -hmm. no, there's safety concerns here too. <laughs> so I just exercise <laughs> the same thing and I enjoy myself. Yeah, as you should as you should and I'm glad that you said that because sometimes we forget like I'm really bad my wife watches the news like 24 7 mm -hmm. and then she'll be like see that's happening there we're not going and I'm like listen we are so gonna go there what are they trying to keep it from there that we we should see I want to go see what they don't want me to see so we are going there why are they you know spewing this propaganda like mm -hmm. if you put up a list of all the badness those countries don't even come close mm -hmm. It's always an agenda behind it. It's a reason behind mm -hmm. it. So I feel like this: you want you want other people to stay away so you can enjoy yourself. 
You know what I'm saying? You could go and enjoy your your vacation there. I'm gonna go to Cancun and macaroon in there if I want to go. You know what? It's funny you said it because I literally just seen the list that came out. I want to say yesterday day before the safest countries. Mm-hmm. There are no countries on that list from South America or the continent of Africa. None. Wow. They're stupid. They are so stupid. They don't There's want us to go spend our there. money there. And we are so going to go and spend our money there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the type of stuff um, that can go for your business, Carisha. And I'm not trying to make your business, but even like little lists and stuff like that. That's why we need your TikTok information. We need your Instagram. We need your YouTube mm-hmm. so we can post it so our listeners can go and follow and enjoy your content the way that I enjoy your content. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so come on and Carisha. Carisha doesn't know what time it is, but come on knows what time it is. Carisha, you about to find out. It's fun fact time. <laughs> All right. It's time for a fun fact. Come on gave us a fun fact a couple weeks ago about bisexual bonobos. Bonobos. Girl, that was like bonobos. weeks ago. Bisexual bonobos. I never heard of nothing like that in my world in my life. Okay. <laughs> However, today we're going to talk about travel. So a fun fact about traveling this comes from danny travels okay and it is 2016 in ethiopia when you visit ethiopia you can step back seven to eight years not literally but the country does follow a different calendar than most of the world the difference is due to the gap that exists between the ethiopian calendar and the gregorian calendar Mm -hmm. carisha have you ever felt that you've stepped back in time when visiting one of the countries that you enjoy? Hmm. In parts of Morocco, because they still live in Medinas Mm -hmm. and they still have the kind of the same setup in their housing. Mm -hmm. Like literally it's so cool because like they call them Medinas, but it's, I want to call it a gated neighborhood Mm -hmm. is what is most comparable to here, but it's actually like a stone wall around the neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And so when you walk into the Medina, there are so many streets like the, even the locals can't tell you all the streets because there's multiple paths everywhere. And so you get to see the full setup, like their doors and everything are still similar to what they were 20 and 30 years ago, where they have double doors because the smaller doors are for older people and children to go through. Oh. And so they still have the two knockers on the door. Um, it's really a neat setup. So you get to see it there. You can see it a little bit um, in parts of Tanzania as well. I'm trying to think where else. Peru, you definitely can see it in Peru as well, depending mm. on which part you're in. Oh, that is so cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay, I'm going to ask one more and then come on, you ask. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> what was your favorite solo trip? What was the favorite trip that you've been on? I don't have a favorite. Mm. And the reason being is because each country is so unique mm-hmm. that there's different things I kind of like from each one. I will say I love the water and I'm a snorkeler. So my best snorkel experience has been in the Maldives. Okay. Because I've seen far more marine life there than the other countries I've been to. So I'll say that's my favorite snorkel experience. Oh, that's so cool. And you are posting these pictures, some of these experiences. I see most of them um, Mm -hmm. online. When you were walking through and you had your thing, your, uh, I want to say it was like a long caftan flowing behind you. I said, look at her. I said, (laughs) 
And she got the editing team and everything on this. I said, okay, Carisha, I see you. I see what you're doing. Big I'm thing. trying to get better with good the content. <laughs> yes, it's really good. It's so cool to see that. Okay, come on. I'm sorry. I'm hogging up the interview. Go ahead. No, 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 not at all. I hope that you haven't had any, but what was your scariest? What was your scariest solo experience, solo travel experience? I have not really had a full scary experience. Well, let me say this. I've had moments in mm-hmm. which I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but over, and honestly, that was in Marrakesh as well. You know what? <laughs> oh my because word. I was actually at the square where they have the snake charmers and the monkey performers and all that. So at the square, you can't have your, um, you can only have a tour guide guiding you. But I got dropped off by my driver who could not guide me because you have to have a certain um, like badge on. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have it or like card on you. So he dropped me off. We already had agreed on a pickup location and everything. And the square is really huge. If you look up like pictures or anything of Marrakesh and the snake, it's huge. Mm-hmm. So we was out there. It's when, you know, it's, it's at night. It's getting ready to be at night. And so people like come out with their family. There's food vendors, everything. It's like the place to be, okay? Mm. <laughs> and it's really huge. And so there were uh, a group of performers. There was like performing on drums and all this. And I'm standing around the crowd just watching. I noticed there were two guys watching me because, again, I exercise the same caution as I do in the U.S., so I'm always watching. Mm -hmm. So I noticed they was watching me. One guy, he looked really suspicious because uh, because of his appearance, Mm -hmm. like kind of looked like he had bad teeth, things like that, Mm -hmm. and he was just staring. And when I say just staring, it wasn't an attractive stare. Mm -hmm. It was like you could tell they really um, zoned in on me. Then there was this other guy who was more put together and was also staring. And so I started texting my driver. I'm like, hey, you can go ahead and come pick me up because I don't know what they got going on, but why are these people staring at me? Mm-hmm. And the driver was like, oh, they probably want to approach you about doing a trip. You know, the unofficial guides to be able to have a little mm-hmm. side hustle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but they're not talking to me. They're just staring. Mm-hmm. And so one of the guys, I had moved to two different areas out there. He followed me. Mm. he was watching me and I kept watching him <laughs> like literally I'm watching him as he watching me mm-hmm. and so he got to the point where he left he literally never spoke to me but literally three different locations out there when I say three different locations guys we're not talking about some like they're not that close in distance mm-hmm. so you're literally following me like you have to you're walking and he would be a few feet behind me yes I know I know mm-hmm. and so He's standing at me and I'm turning around looking at him like, I'm not speaking, he's not speaking. (laughs) But I need you to know that I'm watching you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he eventually walked off. I guess he's seen that I wasn't going to stop watching him. Mm -hmm. So I guess that would be the most uh, uncomfortable type of feeling. That's terrifying. Girl, (laughs) girl, listen. (laughs) I don't play nothing with no one watching me because instantly, especially in this side of the world, instantly i'm thinking i'm I'm about to be kidnapped and sold Mm -hmm. and stuff like that like instantly (laughs) you know they don't want us to be scared of europe but i'm more scared of europe than i'm anywhere else in the world in europe i just legit think i'm about to be sold and my poor little vagina is about to be going going through things that it's never been (laughs) like i legit get stressed out like stressed out you know what this is gonna sound bad but there's police out there so really, all I had to do was like try to get them. But see, the yeah. problem with traveling, even here, you never know. How can I say this? 
If the police is good or bad, say it. Yes, that part. <laughs> that part. <laughs> and so that's one thing. And I always keep in the back of my mind, like how you mentioned human trafficking, essentially. Mm-hmm. Being an American, I know that comes with certain things, such as you're perceived as rich. Mm-hmm. Also, when it comes to human trafficking, you can be a commodity. But then on the other hand, I'm like, well, I'm plus size and I'm black. So I'm like, maybe that might work in my favor sometimes. Girl. But mm-hmm. either way, regardless of which country I'm in, if it boils down to we just finished street fight. So we'll just have yep. the street fight in the square. Here's the thing. You are beautiful. <laughs> and you. you and Kamal have something else in common that I that, <laughs> that I don't. And they don't care nothing about none of that Risha, other stuff. They don't see those boobs, they'll be like, hey, hey, that's like, like yeah. that's, that's that. each, each one. So for me, but when it like, comes down to you trying to wrestle with a woman, yeah. you're likely to go with a small figure woman than me. And when you're True. looking at being able to sell them over and over, you're looking at what sells <laughs> and they're going to, <laughs> I'm course. sorry. Yeah. And so I'm like, when they look at me and I'm looking at you, like what you about to do, Yeah. they less likely to keep on trying to approach me. Well, you look like, Give you me that look like I'll fight you. Yeah. You I'll look like I'm going to fight you. What we, what yeah. we about to do, let's square up in this square. I'm going to get right, these so... monkeys. I'm going to get these snakes. We finna get it. What's happening? <laughs> like, I'm serious. So I'm just like, you know, I might just have to be in jail somewhere because I'm just not gonna play victim. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just and not doing we it. Can't. We really can't. We're going out to enjoy yourselves in these places. You've got to be vigilant, mm-hmm. and you've got to remind yourself that your your whole person doesn't go on holiday because you're on holiday. You've mm-hmm. got to live the same way you would in your own country. You've mm-hmm. got to look out to see what's happening around you and all of that. And then mm-hmm. not be like, oh, poor me. Poor me what? Poor me, I'm going back home for sure. Whether I'm going right. back in handcuffs or I'm going on a plane just like I came, but I'm mm-hmm. going back home. Listen. Right. Not in handcuffs yep. tomorrow. Lord, this is no, taking the no, turn. You've got to be tough. You have to. I go okay. to places and it's like, people are, come on, you really went there by yourself? Yep. I wanted to mm-hmm. see it. So I went and I had a good time. Mm-hmm. What? One day when I grow up and both of y'all are my age combined, right? And have to, I have to add y'all numbers up to add me. When I grow up, I want to be like y'all. I don't know if I just grew up in the era that we just didn't do stuff like that. We just don't. If I go to Walmart, I'm like, my location is on. Find me like you at Walmart. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> my location is on just in case something goes down. I don't know. I'm period. Okay. So hearing that, I want you to... Carisha, give us three tips that you can give our listeners about traveling solo. And I want three tips from you. And come on, since you travel, I need three tips from you as well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. okay. I'll say my first tip is be intentional about your happiness when you go. Because for example, I'm very type A. So I like to plan everything out, which is what makes this sabbatical also a little, little unnerving for me because I'm not planning everything out. I'm planning it as I go. And um, because things that happen, because you can plan mm-hmm. like I will literally plan everything, and there's always something that'll happen. The flight to get delayed, just something. The Airbnb or the hotel mm-hmm. room might not be clean when I get there. But regardless, Ooh. don't let that affect your whole trip and your whole mood the whole time you're there. So the first tip: be intentional about being happy while you're there and enjoying yourself. Um, the second one is always be vigilant and cautious, regardless of the location, uh, because you're still 
a tourist. <laughs> and locals yeah. know that you're a traveler or tourist they when you go to you. these destinations. Huh? They smell you. Yes, yes. I've literally had locals tell me, oh, we know because of the way you walk, even without me speaking. They'll say, oh, it's the way you walk, it's the way you dress. So be mm -hmm. aware of that and what that means when you're going to certain countries. Um, I think the third one would be, let's see. Hmm. there one document document your travels mm -hmm. and not necessarily it doesn't have to be on social media or anything I say document because we may get to a point where one day we only have memories so what memories do you want to hold and so just document take the pictures you know mm -hmm. you see a beautiful view take the picture of the waterfall get in some of the pictures just say have those for you mm-hmm that's beautiful. Do you print your pictures? Do you have like I have not printed any pictures. Mm. Well, I take that back. I have had some printed when I've um went to certain destinations and I pay for pictures and they're so mm. I have had some. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks. Okay. What's my three? I think and I'm I'm gonna go a, a slightly little bit off from the documenting because we're in a, we're living in a culture now where people spend too much time documenting and not enjoying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for mm -hmm. me, I find that I've been to loads of places where I don't even have like a proper set of pictures, mm -hmm. but I can go through my old passports and I can be like, I remember that trip. I went there, uh -huh. I, went there I went there because I had so much fun. So mm -hmm. sometimes we spend too much time documenting. So I, I would say just my first advice would limit that a bit. Don't go mm -hmm. to places for social media. Go right, there because right. you want to engage and be in the moment and then mm -hmm. enjoy it. Look around you, feel and embrace yes. everything around you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yesterday I was watching, or this morning, the news came on or something. I don't know, but they were showing some place in Mexico. I've not been mm -hmm. to Mexico yet. And I, it looked just like a bar that I went to in the Seychelles. And I just mm -hmm. had that memory come back. Like, wow, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So hold on to that, but enjoy the moment. Because these young yes. kids, I don't know why you guys, they have to document everything. You're like, girl, we ain't even said <laughs> hi to the people that are here. You know what I mean? Yes. So that would I be my agree. <laughs> my number two, what would be my number two? Try to, because I love people, I love languages, mm -hmm. I love differences, I embrace that. And sometimes we go to countries and we just want to live the tourist life. My mm -hmm. best trips, I've been solo traveling since 2007, I want to say, or 2006, one of the two. But, mm -hmm. you know, you go to places and how, you can't say that you went to Cancun when you only went to a hotel in Cancun, girl. Yes! Mm. <laughs> you ain't been to yes. Cancun. Been nowhere. You literally went from someone's house to yours. That's all. To stay done. at the resort. Mm. Who does that, guys? You haven't seen a country, and no matter what, no one says. Trust and believe. There are countries where the crime is so bad, but they'll never, ever, ever hurt a tourist. They yes. there because they see you, and to them, you're bringing in the money into their country. They want you, to, mm -hmm. and they want to show. They want to show that what crime. You're not hearing about no crime because look how look how I'm gonna treat you. You're not gonna mm -hmm. believe it. And they really, really are genuine about letting you have a good time. Yes. I've been throwing parties, I've been going, going to places. You meet a lot of mm -hmm. South Africa is one such place. They'll you'll come in and they'll be like, Oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from America. So when are you going back? 
I'm going back Tuesday. Girl, between now and Tuesday, you'll have, you'll have, you'll, you'll have had so many parties thrown for you. Mm, you'll be yes. thinking, what? And you, you ain't got to pop out no money. You ain't got to do anything. People just <laughs> want you to have a good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So embrace that when you travel. Embrace the people. Even if you come back mm -hmm. learning two words. That's two words in your vocabulary. Yes. Yeah. So try mm -hmm. not to treat the people in that country as if they're there and then you're here. Mm -hmm. Try to, you know, engage and be a part of the culture that you, you've gone to experience. And what would be mm -hmm. my third thing? My third thing as a solo traveler is plan. Planning is important. Mm -hmm. All we, you know, I never understand when someone turns up in a country, they don't know how the law works. They know nothing about the country. Guys, I, I'm not going there to go to jail, but I want to know how it works if I end up in jail. <laughs> you know you know uh -huh. what can i wear what can i not wear what's gonna offend, mm -hmm. people? What's gonna offend people i like my short shorts can i wear my short shorts you know what i mean mm -hmm. you need to find out as much as you can and i'm not talking about doing big research but just find out the simple things if you know that you yes. live one way and people look at you differently where you live already then go and check is it okay where i'm going Thailand, mm -hmm. well, Bangkok, you can do certain things. You can't do them things in Dubai. You can't. Mm -hmm. So just find out and then try to make the trip as enjoyable as you can. Mm -hmm. That'll be my I trip. love those. I love those so much. Mm -hmm. And I so agree with you with the whole pictures and stuff. Because a lot of times you'll see pictures and it's like you can literally tell that they did not go for the country. They went for the IG post. You can literally tell. And I hate that. And also, in some countries, you have to be mindful because you can make yourself a target if you have your phone out constantly. Mm. So, so when yeah. I say memories, just like because I honestly feel awkward. It's very hard sometimes for me to create travel content because mm -hmm. I don't like to have my phone out a lot. And so, because I just feel weird because I do like to live in a moment. So there are some times where I'll just take a picture and just put the phone away and just mm -hmm. continuously um, to enjoy myself. Just continue that. Then you mentioned something else. Wait a minute. Because you all your points were really good. And mm -hmm. you got me really excited now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the people. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So mm -hmm. I'm an introvert. But when I travel, I'm, you know, polite, engaged with the locals. And I love it because you find out the better, because I love to support locals. So even when I book, um, not hotels, I was going to say Airbnbs, because I do Airbnbs and hotels and stuff. When I book Airbnbs, I try to book with locals to stimulate the local economy. Mm -hmm. I also like to engage in them when I'm booking the tours and stuff and try to do locally owned tours to support them. I cannot stand to book a tour that's owned by a foreigner. And so mm -hmm. the money is still not being generated back into the local economy like I would want it to. Mm -hmm. But also when you just mentioned engaging, I cannot stand to be somewhere and you have foreigners treating locals essentially as if they're there just to serve you and without respect. Mm -hmm. I hate that. I hate that. That is like a huge pet peeve of mine. Because these are human beings just like you. And, and you're right. Like, they can be so mm -hmm. awesome. Like, I like literally, when I was in Rwanda and Tanzania, and even, well, mainly those two countries, I felt like I was amongst family. So I got mm -hmm. to go see, like, a local's house and everything. It was, like, so mm -hmm. amazing. And like in Morocco, they were calling me sister and things like that. Mm -hmm. It felt great. But like when you embrace locals and just be genuine, you can learn even more about the country and their culture. And they are fine with sharing it with you. Mm -hmm. And so I love that aspect. I love learning about the food, the traditions, and just being receptive to what they're telling me. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. so, yeah, I love that. 
you mentioned something else. Wait, what was your other point? Check, checking out before you go. Yes. That is one thing I talk about on my TikTok too. I'm like, do research. Because you're right, like cultural norms. Mm -hmm. Like you should know about that stuff. Because things like, for example, I'll mention um, Morocco again. They're a conservative country. Now, granted, Mm -hmm. Muslims and Jews live and trade together. Like literally their neighborhoods are intersecting. Mm -hmm. You'll see them. But because they're a conservative country, you want to be mindful of that when you're traveling there. You don't have to dress conservatively, but it would show respect if you did. And and like even some of the posts you'll see, people like, oh, I went somewhere and they were standing at me. And then you look at what they have on and the country they're in. And it's like, well, that wasn't a race issue. That was not a race issue. That was your attire. (laughs) That was definitely your attire. They found it very disrespectful. (laughs) And so yeah. it's like, you really should be mindful of that or even like the food and stuff because I'm vegan. So I try to search a little bit ahead of time. Okay, yeah. let me see. What can I possibly get here? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be just eating beans and veggies? Okay, cool. I'll, I'll settle for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do they got a local market that I can just go to and get produce? So you're so right. Even with money and stuff, just knowing yeah. how much a typical meal costs mm-hmm. or transportation options. Do they even have Uber here? Mm-hmm. Can I catch a taxi? How does the taxi look so I can make sure I'm getting the official taxi <laughs> and not just somebody trying to have a side hustle that's going to keep upping the price on me. So like mm-hmm. all that stuff makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yes, I, I think love if I could add points. one more, my one uh-huh. would be, guys, when you're traveling, tip, tip, mm-hmm. please tip the people who serve you, yes. the people who help you. It is extremely important. Yes. Let me tell you something. A lot of these people, they are living on next to nothing. And people working in the tourism industry, they depend on tips. I've done it. I used to work at the Bob Marley Museum. And girl, you know when you do a tour of 20 people and they all walk walk out and say thank you? And you're like, for real? Sometimes you you, you haven't even got enough money to pay your taxi fare home. And you go to work and hope that, girl, today I have to get even a small tip. Even a dollar mm-hmm. would help me get back home and, and to work tomorrow. So tip, mm-hmm. guys. Sometimes you're buying baby's milk. You're helping a family to eat dinner yes. that night. Always tip. Always, always tip. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a reasonable tip. That's actually something I'll look up before I go to the country. Because, of course, mm-hmm. not all countries are tipping countries. Mm-hmm. So I will literally look that up and see what's a, um, a nice type of tip for that country yeah. and for that area. And so, yeah, I so agree with you. Like, I literally put tips in my budget. For the yes, country. exactly. And if it's not, in, if there isn't tip, tip to be enough, I'm not going. I think that's a tip y'all need to add is to have a budget. Okay. The- <laughs> have a budget. Well, what are you well gonna here's spend? the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, sometimes I have a loose little budget. <laughs> like, I have one. Kind of gay. But you know. There are always things I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now, I will say for my sabbatical, I have more of a stricter budget because I'm going to be gone longer. So I did mm-hmm. give myself a weekly budget. Speaking of your sabbatical. Yeah. Do you oh, mind yeah. if we ask where you're going? Okay. <laughs> so this is the first time I'm doing this. So like, I, I'm really excited. And I'm so nervous. I'll be honest. So my oh. first destination is Jordan. That's where I'll be flying out today. It's beautiful. It's lovely. And the snorkeling is amazing. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. So I literally booked a one-way ticket to Jordan. Wow. Yes. And then I did, I went back and I booked a ticket to Turkey. So Turkey is my next destination. 
Okay. I don't place. know where I'm going after that. So I told you that I'm very type A, very type A. So yeah. for me to be planning as I go, is like so unheard of for me. And oh, so it gives me the flexibility to stay as long as a visa will allow mm-hmm. <laughs> or as short as I want to. Yeah. Man. And so those are the only two destinations I know for sure right now. And I do not have a return date. That's so. beautiful. Man. I want to live your best life, girl. That's beautiful. <laughs> I just want to trade for one week with you, Carisha. <laughs> just one week. You know what I'm saying? Where you're like, ah, I don't know. Who knows when I'm going to come back? Where am I going next? I don't know. No, like, those are the best like, trips. The best that. trips. I've never. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Thank you. It's so, it's like, ah. That's what's like I had to pack because now I have to pack differently because I'm be gone longer. Yeah. What time do you need to get out of here? Let's let's wrap it up. I'm sorry. Let's keep going. I'm sorry. We You're fine. Because I was sitting here and talk to you forever, girl. Okay. Come on. Did you have a question before I keep? I do, actually. So how mm-hmm. soon do you recommend, do you book your flight? Well, other than this one, because this one you're not planning. Yeah. <laughs> um, on, on, on a normal basis, or mm-hmm. I don't know what, normal seems to be such a weird word. Ah. But on, <laughs> usually, let's try that one. Usually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How far you know, in advance do you, do you recommend booking tickets? I think it depends on the person and their budget. Because I'll be honest with myself, I don't always book that far in advance. Mm-hmm. And the reason being, because I'm always researching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I might see somewhere else I want to go. So there's been days I've literally booked a flight like a couple of days before. And the weird thing about this is I will know that I'm going to go somewhere, say, at the end of the month. Like, even this sabbatical, I've known that I was going to take at least a month, per se. But I literally just booked my ticket probably last week. Mm. And the main reason is because literally I was just researching, Um, okay, where I want to go? What the, What is the route looking like? Where's the layover? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, I like this destination. Because, like, the first, like, the first country, I've literally debated between Egypt, it was Brazil, you know, <laughs> Chile. Mm. And I was like, huh. And then I had even looked at Australia first. And so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. no, I think I'll do Jordan. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think it kind of depends on the person. So if you really have a tighter budget or stricter budget and stricter time constraints, I say a few months ahead. If you have more flexibility, then totally up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. I always thought you had because some places, it depends on when. You know, for people mm-hmm. who have kids, I, I like. Oh God, guys, you have it rough because like, having a child in school and have to do all of that, um, I don't like them things. <laughs> I don't like them things. But usually I, I would say, like you say, do a lot of research in it because mm-hmm. sometimes I, I've gone to the airport already and just picked like a few times because sometimes uh-huh. I suffer from depression. So sometimes I just want to go and I want to go now. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. I usually do is go to the airport and then I just choose a flight and choose the cheapest one. Uh-huh. Because sometimes when you look at the place you're going and you add everything else with it, your accommodation and everything, it can be really cheap on the day, uh-huh. whereas sometimes you've got to book far in advance. Mm-hmm. Like now, we are looking to go home to South Africa in July mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. got to look at paying, we've got to look at buying the tickets early because July yes. is very hectic here. And if we had bought the tickets in January, it would have gotten a way better deal than we're being offered mm-hmm. now give like 300 pounds per ticket so mm-hmm. it's about knowing the seasons that's it in it the seasons yes. in different places are very important 
and yes. looking around because these a lot of travel agents they sell some tickets that it's like what are you talking about are you giving me first class tickets and it's bloody <laughs> amazing you know mm. they charge you so much money and yes yeah it's, you know it's funny you say that because two trends are showing that sometimes with the pricing of tickets because you know like years ago you booked in advance you knew you were saving mm-hmm. and now with tickets you can literally still get them at a decent rate without you having to um, book them two months in advance yeah and then of course I, what is it I think Tuesdays the cheapest day to book yeah, I think no, Tuesdays and return it on Wednesdays. And yeah. then with different apps and stuff like Google Flights, you can track the pricing. Yeah. Which is another reason why it's like I don't always book ahead because I can kind of see, okay, you know, I'm not going to pay too much more. And then with different apps like Kiwi is another one. I can literally mm-hmm. just put in the airport and check all the prices of the flights leaving out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Scanner. Exactly. Yeah, or Skyscanner and just see. I love Skyscanner oh, where okay. it says everywhere. So you put your airport that yeah. you're leaving from, and you just say everywhere, and it just shows you the prices for the different destinations. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's cheap enough. I'm gonna go there. Yes, yeah. and that's how I was like, kept changing my destination because I was on key when I was like, hmm, okay, well, this was on my list. Well, that was on my list too. Okay, let me just choose this one. <laughs> Well, you just gave me three good apps that we're going to have to put in the comments for you guys. Google Flights, Kiwi, and Skyscanner. Okay, you guys. And also Booking.com. And if booking, you guys yes. can build up your Booking.com, like build it up. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people talk about Booking.com not being good, but I tell you, it is so good. Like so, so good. You get such good deals. I'm getting a car mm-hmm. when I travel next. And while we're going away soon, we got like... 200 pounds off a ticket uh, um, what do you call oh, this wow. like, uh, accommodation mm-hmm. or a car mm-hmm. we're getting like 300 pounds off like mm-hmm. use all these apps guys I will sit down I'll go shopping guys I'm gonna be like these tomatoes aren't good enough let me check out some other tomatoes oh it's 20 <laughs> pence extra let me go and see if anyone is selling yes. it for a little bit less <laughs> yeah you can find really good mm-hmm. deals so think of it like that I can't wait to be able to use these apps, you guys. When I go to Thailand, yes, I'm going to travel. I don't have all the, the stuff on my passport like you guys, but I am going to Thailand <laughs> with them all, okay? She has gotten me out of my shell. I'm not going to be scared because I'm doing research. I'm doing, I'm taking these tips in. Y'all think I'm just listening. I'm about, I'm going to go back and listen to this and write down everything that we're talking about for these tips. So I appreciate you being here. Carisha, and I appreciate you telling, uh, telling us your tips too. Come on. Okay, so what are you guys reading? What are you reading now? If I had to ask you about a book or what are you listening to on Audible? I'm actually not reading any books right now. Mm-hmm. I do keep up with current events. Okay. Mm-hmm. But no books right now. Okay. Do you listen to podcasts? Besides our I will sometimes because there's another podcast that I like where um she does more, more Black issues. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so I listen to that, but for the most part, I'm gonna be honest. I like to kind of just limit my intake on a lot of stuff. I feel you mm-hmm. because there's so because even when you're trying to listen to certain podcasts, you might come across other stuff, or even with the news or anything. So I try mm-hmm. to limit it, <laughs> and then you. like even when I'm watching something, I try to get something funny. Yeah, yeah. Because it's and then, so I I used to be a reader. Like mm-hmm. I would read like two or three books a week, mm-hmm. but I have to get back into it. Yeah, Carisha, because you used to read, you read my book in like a day. You was like, girl, you read my book. You said, girl, what, what is happening? You see, I didn't know. 
Yeah, and then you have red mind and somebody else's. So when your brain needs a rest, I say, listen, listen to your body. Yeah. If you feel like you're overloaded and you're taking in too much and your body is saying, girl, I just want to laugh. I just want to relax. Then do that. Mm-hmm. Listen to your body. Thanks for sharing, Carisha. What about you, Come on, What you read? Now, this this week, I'm only reading for work again. I think I read for work last week. I'm still reading for work. I'm a <laughs> publisher, a book publisher. Mm-hmm. So we've got, I've got um, an author, Crystal McCarrington. She goes by Crystal McCarrington and Crystal Bain. So we've just signed quite a few books for her. So now I'm actually trying to read those and get them sorted so that by the time they've got to come out, I ain't got to be rushing about it. So I'm reading mm-hmm. quite a bit of romance at the moment. Oh. See all that yeah. wine behind her? That's why she went bought all that wine. <laughs> why she get with them romance books. I see you, Cabal. We don't need no wine. Y'all don't. <laughs> I don't know. She bought a lot of it, though. So I'm just, okay. What are you reading? I am writing. Because somebody gave me a book deadline for a week from now. Like I don't have 50, 11 jobs that I'm doing at every any given month. So I'm I'm writing, apparently. So I'm going to be reading my edits, I guess, that y'all send me back. That's what I'm reading. All right. We're going to keep on going. I'm not going to keep putting you on blast like this. I thought there was a little tension there. Just a tad. I feel it. She's like, you can get this done in a week. Can I come on? She's like, yes. No, you can't. And you will. Uh, Yes, ma'am. I guess I will. All right. right, So we're going to jump back into it. All right, Mm -hmm. Krisha. What country, if you have to live outside of the States, what country would you live in and why? I don't know yet. I do not know. But part of this sabbatical, Maybe I'll find one. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you might not want to go back. No, no, I don't want to come back. I don't. Oh. <laughs> oh. Clear, I do Listen. Oh. Are we I about to not. lose another one? And there goes another one that's not coming back to the U.S. <laughs> okay. Well, because literally I plan for it to be months. Um, I don't have a country in mind. There mm-hmm. are different countries I've been to where there's different aspects of it that I like and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've actually wanted to live abroad for a few years now. Oh wow! So this mm-hmm. might be it. That would oh, be nice. Girl. Go girl. Oh, Go on that's good. That would be nice. Okay. Wow. Well, wow. Me- so there's not even one on your radar yet. Like you're where you're like, okay, maybe I should just try there because it might be good based on my research or. Um, okay, so New Zealand, but okay. I haven't visited them yet because they always rank for quality of life and quality okay. of care and safety and things like that. They always ranking. Mm-hmm. When I was in Rwanda, I loved it. And I was like, okay, I know I can definitely stay here for a few months. I know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that's it. I like Dubai, but I couldn't live there because it gets entirely too hot. I like Dubai during their quote unquote winter time. Mm. Um, but not necessarily. I don't want to be there after that. Okay. Um, well, yeah, so I don't really have one in particular. That's an answer. Keep us updated. Somewhere really nice, huh? Keep us updated. I will. Yeah. 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 We got. I'm gonna check out your TikTok. I'm not. I'm not good at TikTok, but I will find you when we check. She's figuring it out. <laughs> Mom is figuring it out. You hear me? She hates TikTok, but she is figuring TikTok out. 
<laughs> okay. Come on. Oh, let me ask you, Farisha. I know that you, and then we're going to wrap this up because we're going to mm -hmm. ask one more question. Then we're going to do naughty or nice. Mm -hmm. um, I want to know, what do you like most about traveling alone? I love the freedom of traveling. Mm -hmm. And I love the ability to just be and just exist. And that's one of the things I feel like in America, we're not always able to do as black people, as a black woman. I feel like there's so many expectations for us to be everything to everybody. And I feel as though, um, and I'm not saying this to be like, oh my gosh, the U.S. is so bad. But what I will say, out of all the countries I've been to, there's a weight that's just not there. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, I can just be Carisha. Okay, this is nice. This is nice. I'm not having to be, I don't know how to describe it, but it's, it's this feeling of just, calmness that comes over me mm -hmm. and so it has to be freedom that's the main thing because when you're a solo traveler one there's a few things you got to know yourself and you got to be comfortable with yourself you have to be comfortable with your own best friend which i am mm -hmm. and because you don't have anyone there but you to rely on you don't have anyone to entertain you it's just you so mm -hmm. you get to do everything at your own pace you get to go pretty much wherever you want to you don't have to work with anybody's schedule if somebody don't like this or that and like with me loving culture and all that aspect i don't have to worry about somebody oh that's boring well i don't want to go to that museum it doesn't matter i'm on my own time i do what i want to do so i will say freedom has to be my number one thing okay on the flip side then come on you ask your question then we're gonna do more on the flip side what's the <laughs> thing you hate or you like the least about traveling the thing i like the least about what the least about traveling what's the thing you like i don't, like I don't think i really have one you know what carisha <laughs> you with this introversion <laughs> she's like even when i think about safety because i thought you were gonna say like well you know it'd be nice to have somebody to watch my back you're like no i got this i'm good i have no reason <laughs> to travel with anyone so yeah we gonna find something for your business that does not include other people Okay, come on, ask your question before we, because she got to go. I, I drop hope. No, before before we do that, can we just do quickly naughty or nice? Let's do naughty or nice. Let's go. So, Carisha, mm -hmm. do you want a question from naughty or nice? I don't know if I can trust you guys either way. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Oh, fancy. <laughs> no. Let me see. Okay, I'll do naughty. I do naughty. Oh, oh, oh. see? Okay, that's not bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. You know, I, I didn't create this question. Don't you? Don't give but any disclaimers. Don't give any disclaimers. Oh, Ask the question. Oh come on. She picked naughty, so she gets this you know, question. Yushima, no. Yushima is savage. She is so savage. <sighs> She's uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm even stressed about asking you this question. You're out. Okay, are you part of the Mile High Club? Oh, no. God saved me. No, you have to ask part two of the question. If no, what? Who would you want to <laughs> the Mile High with? You know what? I do not have anyone in mind, but let me tell you, <laughs> I would totally be fine with it being someone that's not from the U.S. <laughs> hey. As long as it's not from the U.S., you're, you're cool. No discrimination. <laughs> that's right. Well, let me tell you why. 
because there's mm-hmm. different nuances when it comes to relationships and dating. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Yeah. I think you have somebody in mind, but we'll talk about that later. I actually don't. You but don't? I'm open. <laughs> what about a celebrity? Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. There are a few celebrities I like, but I wouldn't want to do the Mile High Club with them because I feel like they've had a Mile High Club probably several times. <laughs> like- <laughs> That's an introvert. You have you think it's too much. <laughs> She's like, Mind drop. Listen, she's like, no, I don't want to be part of their uh ball. No, I don't want to do. It. Okay, no, that's good. Come on, what about you? Why are you asking that question? In a girl, way? girl, I am in the show. I'm not here. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Listen, knowing her wife gonna listen to this later. We just playing. I'm not asking that. Come on. All right, let's keep on moving. Before I get in trouble, for you get in trouble. So we're coming to an end. This is our last segment. This is my last question to you, Carisha. I'm sure that uh, you're excited about that. So listen, how much money can our listeners expect to spend on average to travel abroad for one week? Like, what's the average amount of money someone would have to spend? It depends on when they're traveling and where they're going. So I would say if, and it depends on your expectations for accommodations and excursions. Mm-hmm. And so all that plays a part. Like, for example, I'm someone who book probably three to four excursions in a week. Mm. So if I was to, let's say, fly from Alabama, Tennessee, going to the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and we don't fly during peak season, you could possibly get flights round trip, possibly less than 400, depending on where you're going, not to Turks, but probably to Jamaica, um, maybe Bahamas, depending on where you're going, probably mm-hmm. less than four, 450. This is all hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Um, for a hotel, if you wanted to do an all-inclusive resort, if there's literally nothing going on, none carnival time and all that, mm-hmm. and it's during um uh, non peak season, possibly get hotels, mm, maybe 150, maybe a night, depends. If okay. you do an Airbnb, you can rent a house out. Um, and of course, the price on that will vary. I know when uh, me, my sister, and other people did to US Virgin Islands, an island hop. We had a nice house in the Virgin Islands, which, of course, you don't need a passport for. And I think for a week, it was only maybe six or seven hundred. And it was over mm-hmm. four or five rooms. Nice house overlooking all of the Bahamas. That's not bad. Um, and then when you consider the cost of meals per day, let's see. I always average, depending on where I'm going, meals to be about maybe $20 or more. So $60 a day on meals. Of course, you'll spend more or less depending on if you're getting drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say average about solo travel or group travel? Solo. Um, I would say at least 2025 depending on how many um, excursions and stuff you're booking. That's what I thought. Because you do, I want to be clear, for solo travelers, you do get that solo tax when you're booking trips. What the heck is that? This, I call it a solo tax. That's not the official name of it. But when you're booking excursions, it it can cost you more, almost double the price. Wow. Yes. Yeah, because it's just you Mm -hmm. as opposed to in a group. Okay. But even when they're adding you, though, even when they're adding you to a trip that they organized, they will still charge more. <laughs> so yeah, that's crazy. So that's what, so all that all that plays a part. Yeah. Okay. 
That was good. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it does depend on where you're going. Because on <laughs> this side, I've done a whole Paris trip for like 250 pounds for the week. Mm. Yeah. But how much is a one-way flight for you, though? No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It depends on where you are. For us, I've mm -hmm. paid my, I've bought flights already two ways for five quid, five pounds going to Paris mm -hmm. from London. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, as I say, like sometimes solo travel, I'm looking at about two grand if I'm doing like, you know, a lot of places and that are like, you know, seasonal and you know that it's a tourist destination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jordan wasn't too bad. But I don't think mm -hmm. I went there in season. But the thing with Jordan and places like that, like there's so much to do. And because you're going so far, you want to do it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. for me, I also, if I'm going to somewhere and then there's a neighboring country that I've always wanted to go to, then I'll mm -hmm. go. For example, when I did Jordan, I did Israel as well, because mm -hmm. I literally am mm -hmm. just crossing the street to go to the next country. And I did that. So that trip was a bit pricey, but yeah it depends on where you're going sometimes you can find real i'm really good at finding deals i don't know where where they come from i was last week or earlier this week we we're trying to book with this guy he's an agent and another friend is with him and he books you pay some amount of money each month and then you're supposed mm -hmm. to get holidays in different places and mm -hmm. when we looked at the deal he was like you're way better than me i'm not even of any use to you because i'm really good at finding good deals really, really oh good. yes so yeah. you discourage oh, yes, the agent from doing the deals. Yeah, I will to use my time because that's going to save me money and time is money. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it depends. So. It depends. But I think what what black women need to know is that you ain't got to have thousands to travel. Because if you're no. looking at, if you want to do one thing, because sometimes you can do one big excursion. Like, for example, mm -hmm. if you're going mm -hmm. to Africa or Asia and you're going on a safari or into the jungle, you can do one mm -hmm. thing, one big thing that's going to cost a big penny. And then a lot of small things that allows you to see mm -hmm. the country or the island or whatever that doesn't cost so much. Mm -hmm. My most expensive was Seychelles. And I didn't, don't even feel like I did a lot yeah. there. Seychelles is mm -hmm. so expensive. But I was going to say that makes sense for there, though. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense for that location. You know what you mentioned? Um, also, people can try bartering, too. Yeah. When it comes down to booking excursions, because I've done that. Um, yeah. I've done it in Tanzania, yeah. did it in Morocco. Because if you're going to book a bunch of excursions with a tour company, and it's like, hey, what can we do about this price? Especially as a solo traveler. Yeah. Because the reality is, if you was booking that with another person, they would already be charging you sometimes 500 to maybe a 1,000 less, depending on how many yeah. excursions you had booked. Yeah. So with me knowing that, I try to negotiate the price based on that as well. I don't try to be disrespectful with the negotiations now with mm -hmm. the prices, mm -hmm. but I do try to, I will negotiate the prices on that yeah. stuff. And in the negotiation, sometimes a lot of people, like a lot of tour companies are nice enough, yeah, or excursion companies are mm -hmm. nice enough to say, oh, you're you're alone, but then I've got two other people who are on their own and they don't mind if you mm -hmm. join them and together. And it, it, they're not yep. trying to scam you guys. I don't know why we travel and think everything. Right. They're not trying to scam you. They're trying to save you a buck or two. But that's that narrative mm -hmm. that Carisha was talking about earlier when she was yeah. like, you have to be mindful of the biases that the U.S. Mm -hmm. print and puts out about other countries. Like they're always trying to uh, do, they, they just make it negative. 
All right, Felicia, yeah. we are going to mm-hmm. be mindful of your time. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. Thank Is there you. anything else you would like to share with our listeners? Yes, one thing we're just talking about negotiating for tours. This is where respect for locals go a long way. Because respect will have them telling you about like little hidden gems in the country that you would not have known about. Mm -hmm. Respect will also have like, for example, with um, just even using them as a driver, because I don't drive on vacations. Mm-hmm. I'm always either booking an Uber or something. And they will have them like, oh, you know what? Well, this place is on the way. It's mm-hmm. okay. We, you know, we can stop by there or they'll be willing to take your picture sometimes. None of mm-hmm. this is something that they're mandatory. That's mandatory for them. Mm-hmm. But if you just respect people, they'll be willing to give you knowledge and help you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. especially with me being a solo traveler, it makes all the difference in the world to actually meet someone. And they be like, oh, you're still going to be here tomorrow. Did you know about such and such? Did you want to go see that? And I'm like, yes, I definitely will. What time I need to be up? I will be ready and outside. <laughs> I love And that. then also just thanking them for their time. And like um, you mentioned earlier about tipping. Mm-hmm. Like it shows an appreciation. And folks will be like, oh, you know, I really appreciate you. You really made my day. Mm-hmm. And then it can make their experience that much more enjoyable for you. And I know I've said a lot of things about the U.S., but we have a reputation when we travel abroad. And so when someone has a positive experience with you, what Mm -hmm. you say? You guys really do. do. It's like... You guys. (laughs) Ah, Come on. And and I accept that, you know? (laughs) But when we they have positive experience with us, it makes it... It makes it better for the next traveler coming from here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, it gives them the opportunity to view us in a different light. Yeah, true. Okay. Come on, you have the last But that's all I have to say about it. (laughs) Thank you so much, Carisha, for being here. Okay, Carisha. This is like, we've got to like keep up with you. We want to see where you are going to be settling down Mm -hmm. because I'm sure some of our listeners also want to know because if you find a good girl, they might just join you. How do we find you (laughs) online? How do we keep up with Carisha? Okay, I'm on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook at Gallivanting Wellness. And that's G-A-L-L-I-V-A-N-T-I-N-G Wellness. Mm-hmm. On my TikTok is where you can find them because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's pursuing wellness. That's literally Ooh. why I picked that name. Yeah. And my logo has a peacock because peacocks, you know, are known Ooh. for nobility and different things. <laughs> okay. Literally, that's the whole thing behind it. And so my TikTok is where you'll find my commentary. And nuance is about travel, travel and tips. My Instagram is where you will find more of the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of cultural stuff, you'll see the cultural stuff. You'll see the village tours and things like that on there. Mm-hmm. On my Facebook, I feel like I share more of travel news, travel deals, and just things going on in the travel world. Mm-hmm. But well, yes, you can find me on all three platforms. And we will we definitely post them in the comments. Sure. We'll put that in the description. Thank so. you. Carisha has sent us her bio guides and all of her contact information. Please follow and subscribe to her as well. So now we're about to close out. Come on. Yeah. So thank you so much, Carisha, for joining us. We appreciate it. It's been fun talking with you. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I hope that we'll we'll catch up with you sometime soon. When you've settled in, then just let us know. Yeah. Then we can interview you and find out what you like about the place and stuff like that. And hopefully, I wish you a a safe travels on your sabbatical. Enjoy it. I know that you're going to already, but enjoy it. Jordan is amazing. 
amazing. If you get to see anywhere else around there, go ahead and see it, girl. Live mm -hmm. your best life as you do. Mm -hmm. Enjoy your trip, safe travels. And thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And the listeners, you. you're welcome, my darling. Listeners, thank you so much for joining the System Podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. Remember to like our videos, subscribe, follow, and share wherever you're watching or listening to us. Go, go on and check us out on YouTube, guys. We need you guys on YouTube. Maybe, and maybe if you're there, we will bring Karisha on the, on the YouTube next time instead of the podcast so you can see her. Yeah? So give us that and we'll give you something in return. That's right. And thank you so much for tuning into this show. Be sure to listen to our podcast every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Central, 1 o'clock GMT. Remember to follow us on social media at The System Podcast. That's The System, S-I-S-T-E-M Podcast. Once you find us on one, you will be able to find us on all using our link tree, The System Podcast. All right, you guys. You've been listening to The System Podcast. I am your host, Kimon Brown Chabalala. And I am still Yushima Cherry Burks. Still? still. <laughs> See you next time, guys. Bye-bye. Right. That failed just in time. Hey, girl. That